Worldview Update, bringing you closer to international or global news. 23 after 6, good morning. The Russian President Vladimir Putin and the leader of North Korea, Kim Jong-un, have now held lengthy meetings. Kim telling Putin that he had North Korea's full and unconditional support to defend its security interests. I presume that's a statement of support for Russia's war in Ukraine. Previously, Russia had, as I understand it, been a part of a group of nations, including the US and China, that had worked to stop North Korea from getting nuclear weapons and imposed sanctions on Pyongyang after they conducted nuclear weapons tests. They still conduct those tests, uh, particularly missile tests. Professor David Munyai is an Associate Professor of Political Science and International Relations and Co-Director at the Centre for Africa-China Studies at the University of Johannesburg. Professor Munyai, good morning. Good morning to you. It's clearly an important visit for Kim, the first time he's left his country since the start of the pandemic. Russia seems to be changing its stance a bit on North Korea. It all has to do with uh, the war in Ukraine and the kind of sanctions and restrictions placed on him in terms of his movement um, and and the country uh, seizing of uh, Russian uh, property and money uh, in in the West. I mean, uh, this is uh, Putin comeback kind of politics. The key question, I suppose, is China. China's really important to North Korea, sort of their only kind of ally or their only ally before this meeting. Um, uh, China's also sort of close to Russia or said so in public. How do you think it sees, how do you think Beijing sees what's happening between North Korea and Russia right now? I think it's a non-interference position uh, in which um, um, China will just look and... uh, uh, not for or against the move by by the two countries, but uh, as a watch in terms of what will be the implication uh, going forward, given the fact that South Korea and the United States are doing drillings um, in the seas uh, in that part of the world. And uh, the talks um, these days uh, seem to uh, worsen the situation in terms of formation of blocks um, that China sees formed against itself and therefore uh, the movement of these countries uh, uh, gives another perspective uh, that uh, will give uh, Beijing much more leverage in terms of uh, regional politics. Well, it seemed at one point the US and China and Russia all agreed on the issue of North Korea. That seems to have, you know, fallen apart. It looks like that to me in a studio in Johannesburg far away right now. Oh, indeed. I think this has more to do with the also change of administration within the U.S. itself. It was under Donald Trump that uh, the situation in that part of the world were easing up, uh, given the uh, discussions that they used to have. Uh, And uh, with President uh, Biden facing elections, I think this issue will also have uh, domestic implication in the U.S. itself, with the elections approaching quite soon. And on the battlefield, North Korea has artillery shells, ammunition Russia could use, we understand. Will that really make much of a difference for Russia in Ukraine on the battlefield itself? Hard to say, perhaps? Uh, Nothing much, but I think, I mean, it's just kind of a question of South Africa supplying weapons to Russia. There isn't much that um, Korea... um, North Korea can supply to, to Russia, small and insignificant. Uh, if there are ammunition, these are old former Soviet Union type, which are not really used at the battlefield at the moment. I think Russia is using modern weapons. 
but uh, I think what is more threatening to United States is the ability of uh, North Korea to catch up on satellite um, that uh, President Putin is showing uh, the president of, no- of North Korea and promised to assist uh, to have North Korea have access to um, spy satellites. I mean, which is a great threat to uh, the Western powers. Professor David Munyai, thank you. Associate Professor of Political Science and Co-Director at the Center for, uh, and Director at the Center for Africa-China Studies at the University of Johannesburg.